Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. We talked about this last week. Amy, I'll just ask you. You don't know where we all fell on this. But um, a mom emailed the show and said, hey, you know, me and new husband, married, we each have a kid. One's 19, one's 18. We just got married. They just got to know each other as 18, 19-year-olds, but they want to date. Mm, yeah. So well. it's stepkids, adult stepkids who want to date stepbrother, stepsister. Yeah. Thoughts? Cool. I would just talk to them about how, hey, we're hopefully they see themselves together for a really long time. So, I mean, I guess I would be okay with it, but they have to understand, like sometimes when people break up, you don't have to ever see them again, maybe. But if it doesn't work out, then this is always going to be a sibling in your life, and you're going to have to see them at family things. <laughs> this is and my stepbrother and ex-boyfriend. Uh-huh. Yes, ah. but I mean, I get it. There, if if it's not like they're related at all. Last week, I agreed and said, hey, they're not related. Right. And people, I mean, crush me. But they're dude. not. And if I had to hear one more Arkansas joke, how about I think it's acceptable because <laughs> I'm from Arkansas, I'm over it. That's funny, though. I'm over it. But I'm with you. I agree. Yeah, what right? if? What if 18, that's... 19, it's not like 13, 14. Exactly. Oh, that would be, no. That's a, that's a different conversation. So living under the same roof, growing up, that, that I would be, ooh, no. But adult kids, that seems fine to me. We had the conversation. Lunchbox then went out on the streets to ask people what they thought about it. Right, Lunchbox? Yep, just went and found random people, said, hey, tell me about this stepbrother, stepsister situation. What do you think? How many clips are there? Two clips. Here we go. Um, Are you kidding? That's very weird. I mean, who would do something like that? I mean, they're in the same family. They're living in the same house. That's just... That's just ridiculously weird. But they don't have any blood relation. They don't have any blood relation, but they're in the same house and they're brother and sister. So I don't, I just, I can't see that happening. What if, let's say you're, you had a 19 year old son, he wanted to date your 18 year old stepdaughter. Oh, that'd be ridiculous. No matter if it's my son, your son, anybody's son, that's just, that's just weird. (laughs) It is weird. Mm -hmm. I never, never stood up against it being weird. It is weird, but not everything (laughs) weird is wrong. It's tough. It's tough for me to sit here and fight for it. <laughs> it sounds weird. I guess what's weird to me is that, you know, what are the odds that the love would, you know, work out this way? But it's, I don't think it's weird for them to date because they're not related. It is weird, though, <laughs> meaning it's abnormal. Mm-hmm. But abnormal is not wrong. I love how that guy used ridiculous like five times. <laughs> and I don't know that they live in the same house. Right. House, do I don't they? think so. I, I don't know. I guess yeah. he just assumed that. Got it. Yeah. All right. Here's another one more. I think it's great. I mean, uh, who's to say that, that it's not okay? I mean, they love each other, right? What's the problem with it? Because they didn't know each other's kids. Right. So what's, what's wrong with that? I mean, love, I mean, you're in love, right? Yep. So it's gone. <laughs> this 19-year-old likes his 18-year-old, right? Yep. I don't know what the problem is. Like, they love each other, or they want to date each other, right? What's the problem with it? I like how this guy brings the interviewer back into it. That's a technique I do it all the time when I'm being interviewed. I'm like, but you, you get this way, right? You understand what I'm saying? And then Lunchbox was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. He's like, listen, I hooked up my cousin once. I think it's fine. But you would do it, right? If you're, if you're, in that, if you're the 19-year-old in that situation, would you date your new 18-year-old stepsister? I don't think so. I don't think I would personally, but I'm not judging against it. Because I think I had the foresight to know that a relationship at 18 is not going to work out forever. And then I got to be stuck with them forever. Gotcha. But live your own life. You're not hurting anybody. You're not having a kid with a tail. Go for it. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Here we go. Hello, Bobby Bones. I was out buying some new outfits. I got home. I tried on the clothes. They didn't fit. I wanted to return them. When I found the receipt, I noticed that I was only charged for three of my six items. 
so I want to return the items and want to give back the other items since I didn't pay for them. However, I've worked in retail for a long time, and I know the cashier's name and ID number are on the receipts. I'm worried if I return all the items that the cashier for my original transaction will be in trouble. Thanks. What should I do? Carly, a listener that started your show at 22 and is still a listener at 26. Okay. Um, I also worked in retail, so I'll, I'll lead with that. And just say, if you don't want it, take it all back. Just take it all back. He's not going to get in trouble. She's not going to get in trouble. Well, they might. They won't. I think that's super thoughtful of her to even mm-hmm. think of that, though. Can she call the store and say if the person's mm-hmm. name is on the receipt and be like, hey, when is Cindy working? Oh, that's weird. No, I would say you can call. It, the things that you're going to take back, listen, if they fit you, keep them. If it's something you wanted to keep. If you're going to take them back anyway, take them all back. If it's like a, a boutique store, a mom and pop store, take it all back because they're counting on every purchase happening. If it's one of these big box chain stores, it's going to be more hassle than it is anything. They got to put it back in the system. They got to put it at another store. They got to ship it out. Like they messed up. That's on them. Keep the item. Give it to a friend. That's basically what I would say do. If your heart is just screaming at you to take it back or you're going to go to hell, well, take it back. However, boutique store, give it back. Big store, don't worry about it. Give it to somebody else. Now, if you need your money back for some of the other stuff, that's different. Go take it back and get your money back. But for the stuff that wasn't rung up, it doesn't matter. That's the, that's the ins and outs. I know that's a little too in the weeds for you guys. <laughs> but again, when you take something back to a Sam's or Walmart, they have to go, boom, put it in returns. They're not going to go put it back on the shelf. They send it to another store. It's just a whole process. And then you may get somebody in trouble. That's what I would say do. Yeah. What would you do in that situation? Well, I think I would try to figure out when the person was working that checked me out, and that way I can return everything but then not get anybody in trouble because I go and return it. And I'm like, hey, Cindy, heads up. Didn't want anybody else to see that you didn't charge me for these, but I need to return everything. And then, boom, everybody's good. And then you don't go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And then the, the other the checkout person, yeah, doesn't get in trouble. Big store, keep it. Little store, take it back. <laughs> I used to work at Hobby Lobby. People would bring crap in. I'd be like, I wish they would have kept this stuff. Oh, well, I'm sure somewhere in the chain of people higher up with you in Hobby Lobby would be like, yeah, thank you for returning Maybe that. Mr. Lobby and that's it. Because <laughs> the rest of us were like, now we got to send this back. You got to mark the price down. Just oh. keep it. There's more labor is going into it than it is you're making money on it at that point. Uh, thank you, Carly. Thank you for emailing. You can email us at any time, everybody. Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Let's go over to Shelby in Oklahoma. Good morning, Shelby. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm on the air. <laughs> What's happening? Um, I was calling in to let you guys know I was following along with your segment on reaching out to someone you hadn't talked to in um, like oh, well over a year. And I thought, oh, my God, that sounds amazing. I moved away from Oklahoma for my husband's work. I haven't talked to a lot of people from back home. So I reached out to um, an old friend of mine, kind of a mentor, and sent her like a funny like inside joke meme. Um, and she like responded. We talked for like two hours, just like texting back and forth. And it was like the highlight of my day. I just thank you guys so much for bringing that up. It made my day so much better. Well, thank you for that story. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. My, we had to move away from Oklahoma for work. Um, my husband is a, a surgery resident, 
and um, he works a lot, and so it's been pretty. <laughs> it's, it's, we have some hard days. <laughs> well, hang in there, stay strong. It will get yeah. a lot better for sure. But that reminds me, we haven't updated ours. We talked about it, but what happened was Scuba Steve, back in the day, had met a dude, Amy, and he wanted to be friends with him. And like then Scuba tried to court him to be his friend and like text him to hang out, and the guy would never text him back. Oh, it's very like a guy is trying to to date somebody. But and Scuba has not heard from him since. So I was like, okay, everybody reach out to somebody in their life they haven't spoken to in the last year. But somebody, if you saw out, you'd be like, oh, it's so good to see you. Eddie, who'd you reach out to? My friend Dave from college. I mean, I haven't talked to Dave in over, I don't know, eight years. And so I still had his number. So I texted Dave. He's like, dude, what is up? What are you doing? Turns out he still lives back in Austin. He moved there two years ago. He's married. He has two kids. And I told him, dude, I go to Austin probably three times a year. I'm going to meet up with you. We're going to hang out and catch up. That's cool. It was cool. It felt good, right? It felt real good. I know who Ray reached out to because they reached out to me going, what's Ray up to? Yeah! Who was it? Andy Roddick. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I hadn't seen him since your uh, Hall of Fame induction. I believe that was about four years. Ago, and so it took us a couple days for him to respond to me, and then finally he goes, "Hey, how you been?" And we're gonna see each other this summer, so yeah. I can't wait to see the dude. Yeah, and he's like, he texts me, he goes, "What's Ray doing?" <laughs> this is a bit. <laughs> I was like, he just studied. Say hi Old to him. friends. Yeah. Reaching out. Yeah. Lunchbox, who'd you reach out to? My buddy David, since elementary school. Same pl- guy. You and Eddie reach out. To <laughs> he's like, "What the?" Dave and David uh, played little league baseball together all the way through middle school, high school. We're still friends, and I mean, I looked at my phone, I realized that we hadn't texted each other in two years. And so I reached out and said, hey, dude, I had a dream the other night. I was walking through a casino in Vegas, and there you are at a blackjack table and told me you gave up real estate to just play blackjack and you had all these chips in front of you. And here we are over a week later, haven't heard anything. Oh, you, oh. maybe he has a new phone oh. number. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, he's in the real <laughs> estate business. I don't think he's changed his phone number. I just haven't, I haven't heard anything. Crickets. Was that a lie, though, about the dream? No, it was really, uh-huh. like, literally when you said that, I was like, man, this is perfect because I just had a dream that I was in the Vegas casino, Mandalay Bay, and walking <laughs> through, and there he is. And... I think he has a different phone number. Maybe you do that thing where you tap it and put question mark. Oh, yeah. and I and I, I really did. And I even said, "Hey, man, hope everything's good with your kid." You know, because he has a kid. And I was like, I, I nothing. I was just like, "Oh, this is awkward." Who will we hear from first, The Rock or David? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, David. Um, my, I sent a text to Liz Rose, who's a songwriter in town, um, who I love, and you know we've semi-professionally, semi-friendly, have hung out a couple of times. She wrote Taylor's first couple albums with her. And that's how I got to know her, but then we've become good friends. And I was like, I haven't talked to you in forever. And she was like, when are you back in town? So now we're going to try to go have lunch. Oh, good. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. So it was good, though. It was a good, a good little science experiment. Not for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening now, just like Shelby did, reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a year <laughs> and just send a note. Because I reached out to Liz because I saw a story about Taylor making new music and someone was like you know what I miss is the Liz Rose writing you know when Taylor was a teenager obviously Taylor was a different person then um, and I was like oh it reminds me I haven't talked to Liz in a long time so reach out to somebody like Shelby here I think it'll be good for your soul and uh, hopefully you and David patch things up Lunchbox thank you yeah. <laughs> Bobby Bones the latest from Nashville and Hollywood Morgan number two's 30 second skinny Sam Hunt has new music coming out this Friday. He announced a new song called When Was It Over with Sasha Sloan. Maren Morris is working on a new album, and she says the new music is lighter and a little less serious than her previous record. This would be a good record to drive to, 
to get ready to go out for a Saturday night too, or even like cook too. So it kind of like hits all those marks. Brett Young teased fans with some new music on his Instagram. No word on what the song is called or when it will be released, but here's the teaser. Still got a lot of kisses left on your lips, yeah. Still got a lot of time to take away my breath, Morgan number two, that's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this little 10-year-old girl, Anna, and she's getting ready for school, and she hears this weird noise come from somewhere in the house, maybe the garage, and she's telling her mom about it, and they're like, we didn't hear it. What are you talking about? Don't worry about it. And she's like, no, something's just not right. I swear to you, I heard something. So sure enough, the mom goes out to the garage, and their garage is engulfed in flames. Something exploded, and their house is about to just, like, totally be burned down. They call the fire department. They were able to escape, but their animals or their pets, they weren't able to grab them. Luckily, the fire department got the animals. Huntertown Fire Department, shout out. They saved s'mores and scarlet, the guinea pigs, and they gave them oxygen, which I think, uh, you know, oxygen being given to anything small like a squirrel or a guinea pig is like the cutest thing I've ever seen. So shout out to them. These firefighters went in and saved a guinea pig, two guinea pigs. Yeah, and some rabbits. Okay, I got a couple things to say here. One of them, one of the names was s'mores. Mm-hmm. And which, scarlet. Which s'mores are generally cooked. Oh. In fire. Oh, oh yeah. The irony in that would have been not good. When I heard that. And then, two, do you think these firefighters are like, we got to go in after a guinea pig? Two <laughs> guinea pigs and rabbits. <laughs> like, I don't get paid enough for you this. You think, like, I, dog, I get it. <laughs> Even a cat. But we got to go in after guinea pigs? Uh, good for those firefighters. Yeah, that's, that's and really great. good for the 10-year-old girl for being insistent that she felt like something wasn't right and she heard something. And that's one thing that the fire chief said is a good message for everybody to remember. Like, listen, if you hear something's not right or someone's telling you, hey, just go check it out, go check it out. Love it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Do you like it if you're in a store and one of the people working in the store comes up and goes, hey, let me help you out. What's going on? How you doing today? Or would you... <laughs> Or would you like to just, you know, roam and graze freely? It really just depends on what I'm looking for. If I'm just shopping and I'm there to browse, then I'm kind of like, oh, man, no, because I don't want to be rude. But I know they're just doing their job. But if I'm at, like, Home Depot or Lowe's because I have no idea where I am or where I'm going, I appreciate it because sometimes those people are hard to find. Yeah, and it's like they're harder to find now. Yeah. There are less people walking around. Mm -hmm. I prefer to to graze freely. Um, I went and I was... I was at the mall and there was a watch store and I was killing time because Caitlin was shopping in a different store. And I've kind of forced myself to like watches now, but I do. And so I go into this watch store and the guy's like, hey man, how's it going? And I was like, good. And he's like, <laughs> uh, can I help you with anything? I'm like, nah, just looking around. He's like, cool, give it a beat. He goes, hey, so uh, you like watches? <laughs> and I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> right. You're at a watch store. I'm not going to go, no man, hate them. <laughs> and I go, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just kind of got into them recently. He's like, cool, cool, cool. He's like, what's your, what's your favorite one you have? And I don't know anything about watches. And I was like, I got a silver one's pretty cool. And <laughs> he kind hands on and it. And he doesn't know if I'm just wasting time or actually looking to buy a watch. So he's come over and like, let me show you around here. Let me show you some of my favorite watches. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to look. But the weird thing is at the watch store, they don't put prices on the watches. Mm. Oh. But what, so, but what you can do is you can Google them. And you look like a real, I'm, I'm scrolling through <laughs> trying to find, so it, I don't look like I belong there. 
Well, yeah, in a watch store, that's a more intimate setting. Like, it's if they talk to you, store. there's no way. You can't run from out. it. Out. Yeah. So at the end, I was like, all right, man, I'm not going to get anything today. Seatland just kind of walked out. But I wish I'd have had that time to just look around with no pressure. And I was reading the story, too. If you're trying on clothes at a store, don't be too chatty with the staff because if you do, you end up spending more money because there's a guilt attached to it as well mm. for the amount of work they put in mm. to talk to you to get you stuff. I used to go to the buckle. <laughs> I go into the buckle and I try to find me a shirt and I'd be like I like this shirt and then all of a sudden over the top of the, the door in the dressing room jeans would come flying over like halfway going hey we thought this would look good in those jeans hey here's a bell what about this shirt and I'm just like man this poor person just went through pulled eight items they thought would look good on me it's probably the same items they pulled for everybody else and I'm like yeah I'll take my shirt and I guess I'll take that belt too yeah <laughs> but they say on average you spend 30 to 40 more dollars if you're talking with the employee because you start to feel a connection. If you're on the fence, you yeah. buy because of guilt. The psychology behind that's interesting. So there you go. If you're trying to stick to a dollar amount, don't talk to the people in the store. And then you think you're going to offend them by not buying what they're trying to sell. I, not feel that's I do thing. feel guilty. If I walk in and I talk to them and I don't buy anything, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I let down my friend. I know. And they have nothing to do with it except they just work there. They're just trying to <laughs> pay their bills. There is somebody. We'll go into a store at the mall. And there's somebody, because we go into the same store so many times looking for clothes for, like, the Opry or American Idol. They know who we are. And they're like, hey, what's happening? Let me. And they just kind of. But then I feel like I need to buy at least one thing. Mm-hmm. Guilt will get you, man. Yeah. Commission. They, then they do <laughs> make commission. Yes. There was an awkward time, too, where we were going upstairs to the shoe place. And he's like, I'll just take you guys up to shoes as well. But he didn't work in shoes. And so we walk up. He's with us. We're up at shoes. But then the shoe person comes out. like, hey, let oh, me help boy. you. It was like, <laughs> between the two people. Stand-off. Between him and the shoe person. And I don't know if they worked out some deal. Like, he gets some of that side commission. But in the end, he kind of went, hey, listen, I don't work up here. I'm going to go back to my spot. Uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> he lost the battle. It is now time for our segment called, What's Wrong With People? What's, What's wrong, wrong With people? people? Now, this segment today was actually inspired by a story from Amy that happened to her in real life. Couldn't believe it. And I have a friend that was on my flight with me, saw the whole thing. We were just shocked. So uh, people are boarding the flight. You kind of get who you're sitting next to. And this woman near us had this really super cute, short haircut. And the woman that was sitting down next to her literally said... I'm not even paraphrasing. This is what came out of her mouth. Oh, are you doing chemo or did you just give yourself a super cute short haircut? What? What? (laughs) Couldn't believe it. And, you know, that woman probably could have handled it a number of ways. But she, you know, remained calm and was super kind and honest and just said, Oh, you know, I don't know. I just have been going through a lot of stressful things. My hair started to fall out. So I decided, what the heck? I'm just going to cut it all off. And then that was that. But I just was so mind blown that a complete stranger would ask someone about their hair situation and immediately go to like a really life threatening Mm -hmm. disease. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with people? What's What's wrong wrong with with people? people? Yeah. I mean, really? Jeez. Like, are there, are there no boundaries? What are right. You, thinking? you don't even know this person. No, not at all. Another reason why you should not comment on people's looks. Here we go. A Fairfield man was arrested. This is in California after a shoplifting incident. So the incident happened around 2 p.m. at the Nuggets supermarket. And so he's 23 years old. They're like, we think you're shoplifting. He's like, all right, well, I'm not. And he goes, yes, you are. He goes, okay. And then he pulls out a grenade. He goes, all right, let's do... <laughs> Police arrived on the scene. 
He had the grenade out. Turns out the grenade was empty, oh but he was gosh. using that as a way to go, all right, don't come near me. I'll kill you all because of shoplifting. You know, he thought to himself, you know, if things get hairy, I'm going to pull the grenade out. The it's going to be just fine. Yeah. It's going it's, it's to be just fine. <laughs> yeah. I pull this out. I'll run. I'll get out of there. <laughs> no, but the military was called. Like, not just the cops. Yeah, yeah it's a grenade we're dealing it's with. It's a grenade. What's wrong with people? What's wrong, What's wrong with people? people? Eddie? So mine's kind of personal, too, and I forgot I did not bring this up to you guys a couple weeks ago. Remember I told you my son had dropped the iPad at school, and it was getting repaired. So they called and said, hey, the iPad's ready. So I go to this iPad shop, and there's like maybe four or five customers in there. It's kind of busy. Well, it's finally my turn. I've waited about 10 minutes, and I say, hey, I'm just here to pick up my iPad. And the guy behind the counter says, yeah, give me a minute, man. I'm just going to grab a soda real quick. And I said, okay, okay, whatever. So he literally gets his keys walks out the front door of the store, gets in his car, and leaves. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I thought he was going to the back to get a soda. No, he comes back about five minutes later. He's like, all right, I got my soda. Had to go to the store. All right, what do you need? I'm like, what is happening here? This is crazy. And the other guy was working with another customer. I'm like, and you never said anything to me? It was unbelievable. It was like Beavis and Butthead running this place. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with people? What's What's wrong wrong with with people? people? Lunchbox? A Florida couple has been arrested after using COVID relief funds to fund their lavish lifestyle. They applied for $6 million in loans. It's crazy that you would do that and Mm. not think you're going to get caught. They spent $62,000 at the casino, $5,000 in merchandise from Louis Vuitton, and all sorts, and they finally got busted. They didn't use any of it for their business or employees, but they got $6 million out of it. I just wonder how they thought they were getting away with it. Were they feeling guilty while doing it? Were they even a bit nervous they were going to get caught? That's why I'd be a terrible criminal. They, they filled out 70 different loan applications for COVID relief, and they were granted all these loans. Dang, what's wrong with people? What's, what's wrong, wrong with, with people? people? Last one. Raymundo, what do you have? Yeah, in New York City, rapper Christopher Stoney drove around Manhattan in his Hummer, and he had a giant roof-mounted machine gun, and he was firing T-shirts out of it to <laughs> promote his music. I saw this picture. I saw the cops pulled him over. Yeah, residents were scared for their life. Cops were called. They swarmed him, and he's in jail now. Mm. He was on top of the house. <laughs> it looked like when you see on top of a tank, that gun. Sure. It's like, he was shooting T-shirts out. I will be scared, too. Kind of funny, though, after the fact. Yeah. Only because he wasn't. Yeah. First of all, you can't do that. No, no, no. Secondly, there are so many shootings happening right now. Every day, I think there have been like 45 yeah. this month. Oh, wow. Already, mass shootings. That's terrible. You can't do it anyway. But the, And I would freak out too. I might wreck my car if I see someone with a, on top of a SUV Hummer with a gun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's wrong with people? What's, what's wrong, wrong with people? people? Got a voicemail last night from Terry, the truck driver in Arizona. Here we go. Morning, studio. Here's a fun fact for you. Arizona has two different time zones. Eastern Arizona is mountain daylight time. Western Arizona is mountain standard time. Western Arizona does not change their clocks. There you go. There's a fun fact. What you don't know, we started doing Fun Fact Friday where we did the fun facts, but then they had a fun fact off and Eddie won, so he'll be competing against, is it Morgan this week in the fun fact off? (laughs) <laughs> it is really a fun segment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really crushed Fun Fact Friday. I didn't do good with the jokes. 
but I crushed some Fun Fact Friday. Oh, awesome. It's the most fun fact anybody's ever heard is what they were telling me. <laughs> Feedback-wise. <laughs> is that what they said? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's Caroline from Austin. I had a question for Bobby. I am 31 years old. I have had one serious relationship, but it was like seven years ago for about five years. And I haven't really dated since then. I was wondering with you and Caitlin, how much do you attribute the therapy, wondering how much that helped, and how you kind of felt open enough to be vulnerable and find your person? I think if you don't find the right person, it ain't going to work anyway. You can have all the therapy in the world. If it's not the right person, it ain't the right person. Uh, However, therapy's just been good for me in every part of my life. As a human being, having somebody to, you know, talk with me and someone that I know is not invested in my life and the decisions I make and like it, it has helped me tremendously in all ways. Um, but again, you're talking to some, I'm 41. I didn't meet Caitlin until way later in life. I mean, she's, you know, 29. So I waited. So it was definitely the right person for me. But therapy's made, made me hopefully be a better partner in a relationship. But I, I mean... I'm never going to tell you not to go to therapy if you can afford it. Oh, yeah. No, I think if you can go, absolutely. It'll help you learn stuff about yourself and why you are the way that you are, which can then help your partner better understand you and different triggers and, you know, just all around a healthier person for like you, but then a healthier relationship as a couple. One more. Last one. Hi, Bobby Bunso. Um, I just opened a cameo from Ray and Bay for my <laughs> husband's birthday. And I just wanted to say it was awesome. So fun. So thank you, Ray and Bay. Thank you so for doing your thing every day. Love y'all. Ray, do you realize someone called to thank us for something she paid for from you? Yeah! That's, That's awesome. The best compliment you can possibly get. Yeah, it's like, thank you for letting me pay you for something. Interesting. That's amazing. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's a new petition on change.org, which is calling for an end to the wicked stepmother trend I in saw Disney this. movies. You know what? I never thought about that. I love this, by the way. I do too. I never thought that we were always told that... The stepmom and stepdads are wicked. I never thought about it. I just wow. accepted it. But yes, yeah, there is a depiction of, mm-hmm. of angry, mean step parents. Yeah, and we've been kind of conditioned to think mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, the evil stepmom. And the petition was actually written by a stepmother looking for proper representation <laughs> to shine a positive light on blended families. Most of the time, I look at these petitions and roll my eyes and go, stop being too woke. Yeah. However, I agree with this one wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. I had a stepdad for five years of my life that was excellent. He's a good dude. Excellent. So shout out to a weirdo petition actually not being that weird. (laughs) I like that. What else? So baby names from the 1800s are trendy now, and I'm here for these names. I think they're so cute. If I was having a baby right now, some of the top girl ones are Ella, Nova, uh, Olive, so cute. And for boys, you got Franklin, Walter, Theodore. My grandpa's name was Theodore, and he was married to Theodosia. So those are two options for you as well. Theodosia may be a pretty little <laughs> Theodore, I get. Little Teddy. So cute, right? A couple thoughts here. We're talking about that now a bit. She's not pregnant, but you know we're names. getting married this summer, and we're kind of debating on names that we would name our kids. We think we have the girl. We don't have the guy. We're kind of in a little disagreement about that. But one of the names on there, Elsie, is on yes. that list. 
She was like, what about Elsie? And I was like, it sounds like this Frozen girl. <laughs> Elsa. I, yes, but I know LC. that. <laughs> what about Violet? That's also on there. Cute. Cute, yeah. That's, it's cute. I, I kept looking for my name to pop back up, though. Oh, Bobby? Because I, no. I thought my name was new, fresh, and young. <laughs> it is not. Um, but I, yeah. I was in Colonial Williamsburg for the first time, and I went to a restaurant that was from 1766. It was the coolest thing. Have you ever been there? They dress up in, um, there's people riding around on horse buggy thingies and they dre- they wear the whole thing. There was kids there on field trips. I was there for something completely different, but I was thinking I'm bringing my kids back. Like this is, this is this, that's around when these names were trendy. I have a feeling they're not going to be impressed by that. <laughs> well, no, it's a way to learn history. I get it. And like you're immersed in it. No, I no. really honestly felt like I was, wa- I was, I was walking the streets of colonial America. Read, read me the boy names again. Franklin, Walter, Theodore. Franklin, Franklin mm, Walter. Walter. No way. Uh, I like really? Walter. You like Walter? It's okay. I think of Walter White <laughs> from Breaking Bad, and I can't. And then who's the other one? Theodore. Theodore. Yeah, Theodore's okay. Theodore's cool. And you Teddy. can say Theo. Or Theo. Yeah. What else you got? Well, Blake Shelton won't be tweeting much anymore. He built a massive following on Twitter with more than 20 million followers. He's always good at jokes and telling it like it is, pranks. Uh, but, yeah, I guess people that work with him are like, yeah, he has a habit of saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. So uh, management is now <laughs> going to be uh, handling much of his Twitter activity. For a second. He can still tweet when he wants. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. All right. There you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A couple months ago, Kenneth Smith was a homeless guy hanging outside an Outback Steakhouse in Fort Worth when one of the customers was leaving and looked at him and said, Hey, are you okay? And he said, No, I'm not okay at this time. Customer went back in and bought him a $100 gift card to Outback so he could get something to eat a couple times in the next week. And one of the times he's eating there and one of the persons that owns that Outback started talking to him. He's like, Look, here's my business card. When you need a meal, you come back. It's on the house. Wow. And then one of the times he's wor- he's eating... He says, can you give me a job? She gives him a job washing dishes, and they raised enough money and booked him a six-week stay at a hotel, got him a bike, clothes, Dang. and all this stuff, and he's now back on his feet. Wow. All from that first conversation. All from that first conversation when he said, no, I'm not all right, and the customer bought him a $100 gift card. Man, that's a great story. I hear, once, I don't know if I've told this on the air, we were at uh, church camp, and we were walking in, and there was a— a homeless guy that was right by the entrance, kind of down in front of the stairs. And there were probably 700 people that went to church camp this this year. We go upstairs and we went in. And I think most of us saw the guy kind of close to the street, but in the middle of the street in the, like, the old theater we were in. And the, the youth director slash youth pastor gets up. He's from a different church. wasn't from ours. But he gets up and he's having this conversation. He's like, hey, you should, you know, if you guys see someone out, you should really get, talk to them. You know, just ask how they're doing. Some people are going, are struggling. Some people aren't. But it's always good to, to connect. We were, I was like 12. We we're all like, yeah, we agree with that. <laughs> You're the man, pastor. And so the homeless guy then walks out on stage. Turns out he wasn't a homeless guy. Ah, he was a pastor from a different church. They planted him. They planted him. And nobody invited him to Guys. walk in. Nobody. Oh, don't act like you wouldn't. We were all, 12. You all failed the test. Oh, we did. We all failed. <laughs> I'm getting defensive because I felt like I failed again. And he was like, here's somebody you could ask to come in, watch the sermon, mm. learned a message, could have had some food. He said, but you didn't. And I, that is still, still in, your mind. in my mind. Yeah. Like, they got me. <laughs> and then you insulted me and it triggered me. And I was like, oh, 
But that's a great story, Lunchbox. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Can we just get a round of applause for Amy back doing the morning corny again? <laughs> oh, it's so I'm over it. It's just too hard. Yeah, it is. Let's but... go. Let's do it. Let's get it. I'm going to laugh so hard. Guys. <laughs> I hope so. I'm going to laugh so hard. Thank you. Even if it's funny. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. No, now you know how it feels. Let's go. <laughs> the morning corny. Where does Superman like to bowl? Where does Superman like to bowl? Lois Lane's. <laughs> 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 that was the morning corny. This year we're doing it. <laughs> that was a good one. That's right. Oh, again, my stomach hurts. I'm laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. <sighs> okay. Is that, that good? Yeah. You like that? I yeah. put you over again? It's a little over the top. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. Take, take it down. Yeah, a take bit. it down. Just a, lot, just a notch. In broad daylight, this woman gets attacked by a bobcat on the video camera on the on the doorbell. Like in the middle of a real neighborhood? The guy's walking out. It's her husband and he's carrying like some cake or something. It's in the morning. There's a jogger running <laughs> by and he goes, hey, how's it going? Next thing you know, a bobcat attacks his wife on the other side of the car. This is the clip. Here you go. Good morning. I need to wash my car. Chunks the bobcat yeah, too. Sometimes I don't know who is the the noise is coming from the people or the cat. Everybody was scared. Yeah, the cat, the people. <laughs> I, I wonder. Bobcats don't normally attack in the daytime, unless it's scared or hungry. Mm. So well, something was going on and mm-hmm. all. Like there's just too many factors here that are weird. But everybody's okay. Thank goodness. But he takes that cat and just <laughs> chunks it across the yard, just instinctually. But that was a wild video cut right on the on the doorbell cam. Literally wild. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> you yeah. also wonder too, like, is this neighborhood new? Meaning they knock a bunch of woods down, right? Oh, right. Or they or they just happen to be the other side of it is a bunch of woods. And the cats looking for food, mm-hmm. hungry. Uh, another story I saw was out on the beach in Panama City. There was this little girl got pulled out with the tide, and so these two women go to save her, but then one of them gets pulled out, and so they're fighting the current, and the current's just slamming the beach hard. And so it looks like there's about 40 people, and they make one of those human chains. Oh, I love that. They lock hands. Although, I don't know locking hands is the way to go. I think I would lock arms. Yeah, elbows. Because if one person's hand slips, and you're the one that slips, there's like six of you guys going. Yeah, that's worse. But the girl was saved. Everybody comes back. But the current's just slamming these people. But how about, I mean, they just started yelling at the beach, and everybody started coming in, locking arms, locking hands, and getting out there. Here's a clip of one of the rescuers. But the current kept pulling us out, pulling us out, pulling us out. And every time we take one step forward, it would take us back three steps. And I've swam in a lot of oceans and done a lot of things, and I've never experienced anything like that. It's real. Mother nature is no joke. Mother nature is no joke is right. <laughs> back in the day, all the best TV shows had amazing theme songs. From our, our childhood, we, we knew all the words to all the songs at the beginning. Now, not so much. So... I'm going to play you the theme song to a pretty current show. See if you can name it, okay? There are seven of these. Let's go with number one. This is from 2011. 
possibly the most famous one on this list. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I've seen this. But what? I'm thinking, because you said it's the most famous one on the list, and I'm like, was this super famous? Yeah, what, what? I don't remember the name of it. The one I have in my head, like, I didn't know everybody watched. Maybe it's something else. Okay, man. Oh, man. All right, um, everybody in? Yeah. Amy. Walking Dead? Mm-mm. Shoot, dang it. It's the other one. Eddie? See, I'm picturing the one, the guy from Wisconsin, the murderer dude. Uh, it's like a documentary to kill a murderer. What? Making a murderer? Making a murderer. That was later. That was like 2016, Dang. 17. Lunchbox? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh, Boom. I never. Oh, I thought it was House of Cards. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> oh, dang. It's going through like all the little. Never I No? Okay. No. Next up, can you name this from 2016? TV show theme from 2016. By the way, this show is still going. Yeah. Oh, you know it? I got it. Okay. So it's still going. 2016 is when it started, but it's still going. Five seconds. Amy? Stranger Things. Eddie? That's Stranger Things. Lunchbox? Ozarks. It's Stranger Things. Everybody's back even now. One to one to one. This one from 2018. Name it. Which, by the way, I believe the same person that did Game of Thrones did this. I was going to say, it sounds the same. Mm -hmm. I like to start with that symbol. Come in. Five seconds. When you said Amy. Lunchbox, what you got? House of Cards. Eddie? Sons of Anarchy. You're both wrong. What? Amy, Amy you're going to punch yourself in the neck if you don't get this one. Oh, oh yeah. Part? No, I put House of Cards because that's exactly what it sounds like. From 2018, that is Yellowstone. Oh. oh. I've never seen it. Dang it. <laughs> Cannot wait for Yellowstone to come back. Yeah, I mean, And I did not want to watch Yellowstone at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was resistant even. And I cannot wait for another episode, another season. All right, next up, can you name this one from 2013? This show is, this show is not happening anymore, by the way. There you go. Trap, 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 oh. till the cages fall. The cages fall, the day is new. And everyone is waiting, waiting on you. And you got time. No idea? I mean, I have a guess. Everybody yeah. in? Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Lunchbox? Shameless. No. Amy. Dexter? No. Mm. Eddie. This show's so good. Orange is the new black. Correct. Dang it. I, I couldn't think of it. I knew I'd seen it. The animal. The, the animal. Tap, tap, tap. Till the cages fall. The cages fall. Next up. 2015 is when this show came out.
five seconds. 2015. I don't think they're making more of this show now, but they might be. There's always little spinoffs. Right? Lunchbox. Weeds. Incorrect. Eddie. Plata o plomo, give me narcos. What? That's what he says, plata o plomo. Okay. What do you have? Narcos. Narcos. Yeah. You don't remember? That's what he always said. Give me a bullet or, or money. Mr. I know Spanish. Okay. Plata o plomo. All right, two more. Can you name this one? 2015. This show is not in production anymore. I've watched this. Me too. <laughs> I recognize it. Eddie's up three, Amy two, lunchbox one right now. We got two left. Shoot. Yeah. Almost. I need more of a hint. What do you mean, almost with shoot? <laughs> okay, hold on. What? Oh, well, no, you're done, Eddie. <laughs> no, oh, you're done, Eddie. Time's up. If you had just been listening, you'd have got it. Lunchbox. Dexter. No, I gave away the yeah, answer. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Eddie. Well, I have curb your enthusiasm. Okay, that's incorrect. Don't say anything. Uh, Amy said, "Shoot." I said, "Almost." Oh, yeah, my God. and then I was right away. S Creek. Yeah, S Creek. Oh my goodness, that's you like that show? Lunchbox. It's a great show. Yeah, S Creek. That's a fantastic show. Amy and Eddie are tied at three. Dang. Lunchbox is at one. Let's do the final one. Here we go. Name this TV show. Oh! Man. <laughs> Anything? Uh, this show, 2020. When it started, it's 2020? It's still in production. Don't look at me like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, I just was going back further. That's last year. Good, good, Amy. Yeah, good, Amy. Good, good. Because we're 2021. Amen. All right. Lunchbox. Unsolved Mysteries. Incorrect. <laughs> can you imagine that's the theme? I, can Eddie and I say it at the same time? Yeah. One, two, three. Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. Nice. Guy. Yeah, oh, you knew it, Amy, right. the whole no, time. I got it right at the... That's no, right. I didn't. I, I thought it was that one with Mandy Moore with the crock pot and the fire. Oh, this is us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you said Spoiler 2020. Alert. Okay, we're now to <laughs> we're now to sudden death. Amy and Eddie, we're gonna play oh. speed around. Right. Buzz in with your name as soon as you know it. Here we go. Amy. Amy. Walking Dead. Incorrect. Got to keep playing. No. Eddie. Eddie, what is your answer? I killed him. No, <laughs> I don't know. Is it the making a murder? It's uh, your guess. It's making a murder. Making a murder. Yeah! That's Amy went walking there twice and missed it both times. <laughs> but you have to admit, they sounded kind of like it. Do they? I don't know. I think the same guy does all those songs. <laughs> to me, <laughs> one guy. To me, it did. Yeah. Eddie, nice job, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Eddie, so nice much. job. Oh, there he is. Our big winner, Eddie. Woo! I almost went house of cards. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sally in Iowa is on the phone. So I have a, my daughter's 16, and about uh, seven or eight months ago, she said she was talking to this guy in India. And I'm like, freaked out. I'm like, what? 
Like, what, who are you, what are you talking about? You're talking about a guy in Indian. She's like, it's just a teenage boy. I'd shut that down right now. Hmm. I wouldn't say another word. I'd shut it down right now. But keep going. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, no, you have to block this person. I don't. You don't know who he is. The other day, like, I don't know, two days ago, she said, Mom, I have to tell you something. And she's a good kid in general, sport, athletic, you know, good grades, whatever. She's like, I have to tell you something. I've been, I unblocked that. I never blocked that kid, that kid in India. I'm like, what? And now he's 18. She's like, she's like, Mom, he's just a friend. I'm like, but how do you know? I mean, what is the point? I mean, like, what What if this guy is some sex trafficker or something like that? I mean, you're jumping far to the sex trafficking, but, that, but I would that... be concerned about anything from... Yes. I, here's, the, here's my history of... People on social media from India, they're always trying to steal my name and my account and trick people out of money. Honestly, I, first of all, how old is she? 16? She's 16. Yeah. No. You know what? She ain't old enough. Mm-mm, nope. Unless she had a, uh, a guy in Indiana, I'd be worried. <laughs> Much less India. Right. Who knows if he's really even from, he could be from anywhere in the world. That's what's crazy. And also, I don't know, but should there be, Bobby, what do you think? Should there be a consequence? Like she said she was going to block the guy and then she didn't. She continued talking and her mom trusted that she was blocking him. Should there be a consequence for that? No. Why? Interesting. But here's why. She came to you and admitted it. Okay, true. And she didn't meet up with him secretly. Okay. I think it's a it's a pre-consequence. Mm, okay. You go, hey, listen, I, because you told me the truth, I'm not angry here, but if you do this again, I'm going to be really angry. Right, and I'm, this is like a, seriously to protect you, and I know I heard you say, my daughter's a good kid. I've heard from multiple just experts and people that I even follow online that this is what they're this is what they do for a living is to help protect kids from this type of stuff and they were like it can happen to the most the, the kid you would like never guess in a million years that would get caught up in this weird online type scandal situation and so I just want you to not be naive to the fact because your daughter's a good kid it can also be a 40 year old dude yes who mm-hmm. is just Trying to get something, and from they know her how to groom, you. and yes, they know yes. how to do certain things, and or it could be mud, like it could be all kinds of scary scenarios. So I would just go into protective mode, but not like in a helicopter mean way, but in a like, hey, just have honest, real conversations with your daughter about it. Way, heck, tell her I said it. Yeah. I've been tricked by many people from India. Yeah. Well, well even had, America. I've had, I've, had many, I've, I've been tricked by a lot of people. Okay? Bobby's been tricked by hot models that were not hot models. Yeah, it was a dude in a hotel room in Texas. It's a whole thing. Way yeah. back many years ago, I've changed a lot of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sally, no way. I'm always someone to go, hey, what's the compromise? There is no compromise here. You're 16. You're not talking to dudes from India. You, we don't know who this dude is. The end. That's a wrap. Put a bow on it. Mail it back to the North Pole. The end. He's a fr- yeah, I think I just tell her that. No. Yeah, no buts. Yeah, no, no buts. No buts. I'm the mom. Well, you're the mom. I'm not the mom. <laughs> but I, but that's it. The end. Not good. I've seen too much. Too 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 many bad things happen. People. I'm in India. I'm a hot mom. No, that's not me. <laughs> All right, Sally. I hope that we gave you what you need to go ahead and pull the trigger on that. Exactly what you. I needed. Thank you so much. All right, Sally. Take good care. good luck. Let us know what happens. If you want to call us back, we'd love the update. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. What's your take on small dogs? I like them. You like terriers? Yeah. I had a little Boston terrier growing up. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. He bit me. Remember? Mine too. <laughs> yeah. I, well, there you I, go. I love that dog, and that's the one that Arkansas Keith told me that he sent off to his friend's farm. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. And only found it like two weeks ago. 
That's not what happened? Listen, mine went... Mi- oh, listen, I don't know what happened to mine. They're killing our dogs. Oh, no, man. someone came to my neighborhood and said... So we, I lived in a neighborhood that happened to have a, have a golf course. And Trixie, she would get out all the time and run across. And of course, obviously that disrupts people's game. I think <gasps> some- She would run out on the golf course? Oh, no. Yes, 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 oh, yes. No. But one day we got a knock at our door <laughs> and they're like, yeah, last time we saw Trixie, she was on like hole number two. So I don't. I think some golfers got together and were tired of that dog sitting oh, across wow. the river. That's sad. Or Man. across the creek. I don't know. We just never saw Trixie again. She's gone. Isn't that crazy? She could have also been eaten by a bigger animal. Maybe. This is tell me something good. What are we doing? <laughs> Let me tell well, a story I here. I hadn't thought about Trixie in a long time. Listen, terriers are not your typical guard dog, but it didn't stop a pair of them from protecting their home from an intruder. Dee Dee Mueller was taking a nap when one of her tiny dogs ran out of the room barking like crazy. She wasn't sure what was going on at the time. But security camera footage shows a brown bear wandering into her home in California through an open door. Stops to take a drink. The bear lingers in the kitchen a bit in her house. Looks around silently before the dogs just at the big bear in, in her house. Guys, there's a bear in the house. That's crazy. <laughs> they may be small, but they manage to scare away the bear. The bear stood in the backyard briefly. Then the terriers ran out, standing their ground until the bear even left the yard. Which is wild. Mm-hmm. That bear could have ate the dogs, ate old Debbie M- Dee Dee Mueller, <laughs> could have done whatever he wanted to. But good for those dogs. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? You guys can always hit us up. We're ready and willing right now to talk to you. 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. Let's go and do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Over 33 million in people this week will see at least a half inch of snowfall. Oh, wow. Whoa. In the next three days, <laughs> places like Denver, Kansas City, Indy, Detroit, it's going to be colder here where we are. Like a lot of the country. What what was it? Today's April 20th? April. This week, Almost we'll see May. snow. That is bizarro. Jeez. So just a heads up. Earth Day 2021. Hashtag. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Earth Day 2021. Uh, let's do some more news. Bobby's other story. I guess I feel the need to come in here and, and kind of stick up for the ACM's TV show a little bit. I did get to watch it yesterday on DVR, and I thought Dirk's performance was fantastic, which he did a U2 uh, bluegrass thing. Yeah. I thought Carrie's was great, like the two standout performances. But I will stick up. It, the headline it reads a little weird. Sunday's ACM scored the lowest rated and is the least watched in ACM's history. That's happening every year with these shows. It's just harder and harder to keep a rating because people are watching everything. Sure, it didn't do what last year's did or the years before, but this is just the nature of all television at this point. How many shows do you watch live? Not very many. Almost none! I was watching so many people bash the telecast because it didn't get ratings. Nothing's getting ratings anymore. It gets ratings in different ways. It gets ratings in if you don't watch it now. Heck, I didn't even watch it live, and I have almost every friend of mine was playing on it. Now, I had American Idol that I was watching that, you know, the same night, same time. But it's like we got to stop looking at people and just going, here's the normal TV ratings. This is what we think's working and what isn't. I don't think that's fair. They do it with the CMAs, too. They do it with sports. They do it with the Super Bowl sometimes. People just have options. So let's just get off. Let's wait a week and see how many people watch it in DVR. I think mine's going to count. I think mine's going to boost the ratings <laughs> up there a little bit. Uh, so, yes, it was not... 
that good compared to last year, but next year's probably going to be worse too. But that's just the nature of the game. It just eats away. Not the actual content of the show, but the, the absolutely. viewers. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I bet you so many people watched performances on YouTube. Like all this stuff should count in the ratings. It just takes a little bit of time. We should do 30-day ratings, 90-day ratings. <laughs> Let's look at streams. But I just didn't like how that. And listen, I wasn't even on the ACMs. And so I'm not sticking up for it because I was on it. But I think that it's just a little off now in old school to go. It didn't get a good TV rating, so we're going to hate on it. Um, but I thought it was a pretty good show. Did you watch any of it? I haven't, no. Just, well, yeah. clips that I've seen on. That's my point! <laughs> Sorry. That's I my take point! That back. I did see Dirks' clip and uh, Maren Morris and Ryan Hurd. Like, oh, that, that song, their performance. So powerful, so amazing. I'm obsessed. We are a day late. Hey, welcome to the... Welcome. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but that's current. to your point, yes. I did eventually see some of it. Um, also in the news, um, the feud that no one expected in the world of pop culture. Uh, me versus the Baja men. <laughs> did you guys see this? No, no what happened? Well, this is what happened, and I, don't, I wasn't meaning anything bad by it. I listed the five dumbest songs of all time. I don't think being having dumb stuff is bad. We do a lot of dumb stuff on this show. I think sometimes people just want dumb stuff. And I said, these are really catchy big hits, but it's getting dumb songs. There are dumb movies that I love. Old school. That's a dumb movie. It's great. And I, I said, hey, here's my five dumbest songs. And I listed them. And then they hit me back on Twitter yesterday. You write a song that pays the bills for the next 20 years then. <laughs> And I said, hey, dumb stuff can make money. I do dumb stuff. There's an art to it. But let's not act like it's Shakespeare serious. People like dumb, thankfully. That's what you responded? Yes. Well, and then did they reply back to your response? I didn't look. Oh. I get out of toxic situations. Okay, but also, the tone you read their reply, do you think they meant it in that tone? Sounded like it. Oh, you le- wrote the song that pays the bills for the next 20 years. No. You mean like that? I, I mean- don't know if they were like sarcastic, like, hey, dude, like you write a song that pays the bills for like the next 20 years. Like they're challenging me? Like kind okay. of more just sarcasm, like we get it, we are dumb, but hey, it's been paying the bills. I don't know. I'm just reading things is hard because you don't know the tone. Well, they wrote you in all caps. Anyway. Oh, oh you. Yeah, oh, well, you. That, that, sorry. That, all caps makes a big statement yeah, in tone. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't being insulting. I love dumb stuff sometimes. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Uh, there's your news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. Play a voicemail from Erica in Colorado who left this last night. I have to wonder, does producer Eddie, is he going through like a midlife crisis? First the nails, then it was the sunglasses. And then I think a few weeks ago, he wanted to get a motorcycle, maybe even a boat. So just curious. Anyways, producer Eddie, we support you. Whatever you whatever you want to do, you do you. Bye, guys. For sure, midlife crisis. She sounds worried for me. Yeah. No, but for sure. <laughs> really? For sure. You're 42 years old. Again, she lists all the stuff. Wear sunglasses inside. Yeah, yeah I, I was just trying everything. I feel like I'm getting to the age where, like, maybe I'm just getting a little too old for things that I wanted to try when I was younger. Before I get too, too old, let's try them real quick. Can we look up the definition of a midlife crisis? Just, no, you don't have to. Learn, look to your left. <laughs> it's, it's my picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's right there. That's it. Yeah. We'll all be there. We're all going yeah. through our own. You're I a year behind me, guys. Yeah, it's not, what you're doing is not abnormal, Eddie, but I do think you're seeking for, you're, you're in search of seeking. something. Good luck. 
and, and I don't know. Your nails look ridiculous. Like, I, it's hard to look at your yeah. hands. Yeah. You're not used to them yet? No. Give it two more days. Okay. A midlife crisis is a condition that may occur from ages 45 through 64. Midlife crisis usually lasts about three to ten years in men, two to five years in women. It can be caused by aging itself or aging in combination with changes, problems, or regrets over work or career or yeah. other instances. That's the best thing you could have said. I'm not even 45 yet. Yeah, so but I'm I not think there. You're, there's early onset. Trust me, early onset. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> early onset, <laughs> midlife crisis for That's sure. Right. Everybody's trying to get a date with Kim Kardashian now. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> she is now the most eligible billionaire bachelorette. Men... Like uh, other billionaires, royal family, A-list celebrities, <laughs> all trying to to get a date with her. I don't know if it's because they actually think that they would connect, or if you just go out with Kim Kardashian, that's massive news. You're all over everything. Front page. There's no more of an A-list celebrity in America right now than Kim Kardashian. Who is the most famous person in America right now? Mm. Oh, right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, Donald Trump. Kim Kardashian. Oh, Donald Trump's a good one. Donald Trump, Taylor Swift, Taylor Kim, Swift. Kim Kardashian. Is Elon Musk in I don't America? Know most famous. I'm talking about you walk around and you hold a picture up of somebody's face with no context. Who will people know? Oh, yeah, Trump for sure. For sure, Trump. Well, then I guess. For sure, Kardashian too, right? Yes. Yeah, I would think so. I guess unless you're old, really old. Tom Brady? Mm-mm. Justin no. Bieber? Uh. No. I don't know. If, right. I don't know. I think most people will be like, who's the boy with all the tattoos? Uh, Joe Biden? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, sometimes I worry when I That's see sad. him. Trump, uh-huh. Kardashian, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift, and The Rock. Oh, The Rock's oh, yeah. pretty famous. Oh. Is that who we're putting on the rush bar? Yeah. <laughs> so. America's most famous people? Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger? Oprah. Maybe. Oh, Oprah's good oh, too. Solid. And people know her young and old. Yes. I wonder if a 12 year old knows Oprah though. Ooh, good question. Because I think a 12 year old and a 70 year old knows The Rock. Oh, and they know Trump. They, for sure. Because they talk about it in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, Obama. I just looked at yougov.com, the, um, the most famous ratings. Here they are uh, Obama, Trump. Brad Pitt. Oh. Yeah, I don't know Brad Pitt. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't no, think no. that's accurate. Mm-mm. Eh, pee on this list. I mean, who needs it? <laughs> Trash it. We have our own. <laughs> uh, Amy, tell everybody your your awkward dad moment. I say this. Amy got so <sighs> many. You got so many nice messages yesterday about you being open and vulnerable about your dad passing away. Oh, I appreciate that because I felt as though I was totally in a place of just not knowing how to say, I'm trying not to break down, so I rambled for a very long that time. That's true, so, and I let you, and but, I, I yeah, you know, it's good for you. I know, but rambling's not, it's something I need to work on, and I, I wanted to be more concise, but You're beyond didn't. that. You've been rambling for 20 years <laughs> at this point, honestly. Okay. Be you. I'll shut <laughs> well, you down if you need anyway, to. Anyway, th- thank you for that. And yeah, I guess in piggybacking off the news of my dad's passing, there's definitely some stories that have unfolded during this time. Like we decided as a family that we would donate our dad's tissue. And, you know, he's already passed the hospitals like, okay, when do we want to do this? Da, 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 and here's this paperwork. And we're filling it out, me and my sisters. And I mean, there's just questions on there that, I mean, my dad doesn't have a spouse, so we're the ones answering it. And there's like a lot of sexual history type questions in detail about, (laughs) right. And uh, we were just thinking, how how do we even know? I I don't even want to say on air certain things that were being asked, but I was like, I don't know if he's ever done that. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) He was married how many times? He's been... 
we all decided that maybe it's a possibility he's probably done that, but we don't know. But he's been he was married four times and then had most recently a girlfriend. But then they broke up when my dad moved here. And then she's since passed away a couple of months ago. But uh, what do they I wonder if he did? It's like. The, it's a, I don't know, you know, like we. I, hey, hey was it? No, I don't even. I don't even want to look at what okay, you're okay, okay. alluding to because it's my dad, right, right, right. and I don't. It's just. You know, we were, yeah, it's just a lot. You're going through things and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to find. I don't want to find this. I don't want to find that. I mean, because I could tell you something super awkward that we found once with him, but I don't want to talk about it right now, maybe one day. But it's, it's other children might be able to relate if they have elderly parents that, you know, might still like to. Was it a bunny costume? <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are like, they like women, maybe. Anyway, uh, my dad did. He loved women. And um, he was awesome, but I did not like filling out this paperwork, and it was awkward. And so we were like, maybe we just shouldn't donate the tissue. Because he <laughs> probably did that. that. He probably did that. So, so that was awkward. <laughs> and then also, too, it got me thinking that, I mean, my siblings and I, we were his medical power of attorneys I'm sure one of us was officially in charge but we tried we made group decisions together and then I got me curious where I am with you because I know at one point in time I was your medical power attorney and I've never had to actually make a decision like that to we we joke on the show all the time if you were on life support what would you want us to do and now I have I personally have experienced someone being on life support and having to make that decision and it is like I awful um, but you know, doctors can tell you like, look, these are signs that his body's ready. They could have kept my dad alive for a very long time, but that wouldn't have been fair for him. And he wouldn't have wanted that. But then I was like, I don't like being in charge of this. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who your medical power attorney is. No, I'm going to make a good decision for you. But my track current track record is, <laughs> <laughs> um, I laughed because I, it's, me too. I I'm you. laughing because, but I mean, we, we rest we, assured you are not it anymore. Okay. So is it Caitlin? And, and yes. And don't be insulted, but I'm not insulted. Well, are, I mean, a little bit, you but. are not anymore. Okay. It, it is, it is just Caitlin. Well, I and hate so, that that's on her. And what are you going to want just so we can hear? Let me live. Mm. And then I can't wait for you to be like, he's alive when I beat the odds. I've been beating the odds my whole life. You also said, too, though, if you come back and find out that we thought about plugging you. so mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, then, and here's the two things. If you unplug me and I die, I will haunt you. If you unplug me and I live, I will be so mad. It's a no win. Well, yeah. So far, I can say my dad has not haunted us at all, though. But I guess it's what he wanted. But I will say, too, like quick now that I'm way past it. Like we as a family, when you talk about waking up, I'm alive. He um, we we did it on April Fool's. But you did what? He's alive. No, but we were going to unplug him on the March 31st. But then we kind of just again decided to wait a day in case he did have a good sense of humor. We arrived at the hospital on the first to do it, and he was like, "What up, <laughs> <laughs> April Fools? I'm alive!" But he didn't. That's some dark stuff. I and I like dark stuff, and that's some dark stuff. <laughs> well, I'll, my sister had that idea. Yeah. Christy, shout out! But yeah, out. Um, that's unfortunately you are not my medical power of attorney. When we turn the mics off, I want to know what they asked about your dad, what he did. And then I want to know if you think he did. So <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do that. The answer is probably, yeah. Hit no, us up. I don't know 877 that. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. Also, shout out to Portland. 
you guys on the bowl up there, you're, oh, yeah. you're, we're killing <laughs> it. Like, we cannot believe how early we're on there and the ratings that we're getting. We just can't believe it. We're so lucky. There's just a, such a staff that cares about putting the show on right and, and taking care of us even when we're off the air and making sure everybody comes back to the show. Just so grateful to you guys up there on the bowl in Portland for, for really handling this show in a good way because it makes us look good, too. So thank you, guys. On the phone right now is Philip, who is calling us from Wichita, Kansas. Philip, what's going on? Oh, not much, Bobby. How are you doing? Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, uh, my question is for Lunchbox. He's my buddy. I love the hell out of that guy. I listen to you guys about four or five hours a day um, in the morning. What has happened about the celebrity letter that he mailed out? Has he heard anything yet? So on Mondays, we do a check-in. And as of yesterday, still... Had nothing. Nothing. Right. Is there anything today? No. Okay. I think so. But no. I saw the mailman yesterday. He didn't have anything for me but a stupid little advertisement for lawn care. So no Carrie Underwood, no Oprah, no... The Rock. Mr. The Rock. Mr. The Rock. Okay. Yeah, and Oprah's got to hurry up. I invited her to my birthday party coming up in May. As a seven-year-old. Wait, As though. a seven-year-old. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, so your birthday's in July. No, no, okay. I'm just making it up. Remember, he's a character. I, I, he wrote I, it as a seven-year-old kid. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. So no update, Philip. but every Monday, if you miss it, check out the podcast if you want to, and Lunchbox will update us on if any of them sent a letter back. I can't wait. I'm excited. What if they said... All righty, well, I must... Go ahead, Philip. You must have missed it, but... Uh, I say I must have missed it, but uh, I'm just as curious about it. I haven't heard anything about it, but... Uh, no, I always encourage you to call. If you think if you miss something, call us and ask us. We're happy to update you. Just saying, if you ever get the itch and it's like a Thursday night and you can't find us, just hit up that Monday podcast. It'll be up there. All righty. Hey, Amy, I just wanted to give a shout-out to you. I'm sorry about the loss of your father. Oh, so. well, thank you very much. All righty. Well, you guys have a good day. All right, Philip. get back at it. See you, buddy. Thanks. Thanks. Are you, are you sure you're okay with me mentioning this? I think it's okay because I think there might be a lot of listeners that have bought into something, and I think it's it's a, like a PSA. Two beefs in one day. We're about to reveal two it's, beefs in one day. Because no. earlier I I said the Baja men came after me because I said who let the dogs out was dumb. And I was like, this is the beef we didn't know we needed, but we did. <laughs> and if you listen to the show podcast and if you listen to the post show, over the last few months we had talked about what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know me to say it? I'll yeah, stay off of it. No, no, but you cleared you can, me for takeoff. Uh, you are clear, but I, to be fair, I just want to preface that you're calling it a beef, but this person doesn't even know who I am, so it's not an actual beef. I don't know about that, but... Yeah, I don't know. Because I... Because, Go ahead. What? Okay. So I get a call, and it says they say, hey, um, Rachel Hollis would like to have you on her podcast. Wow, great. I, I didn't know anything about it. No, she read a couple books. I don't know anything about her. And... Th- and to let people know, she is the author of a book called Girl, Wash Your Face, which is a New York Times bestseller, and then Girl, Stop Apologizing, and most recently, Didn't See That Coming. Those are her books. Okay. And many more before that, but whatever. So I go on, and Caitlin's like, hey, I don't know if you should do the Rachel Hollis podcast. And I'm like, why not? Party in the USA, baby. Miley said it best. Let's just go and be funny. And it, it, her podcast was like, who would you have to, four people uh, that you'd have to dinner if you could? Like oh, a yeah. dinner party with living people. And so I went on, Dim and Dill. It was like Dolly, David Letterman, Howard Stern, maybe uh, Sam Pittman, the Arkansas Razorback football coach. I think that's who it was. How long ago was this? 
couple months ago. A couple months ago. Okay. We talked about it, and, and I was like, Amy's upset at me for doing something. I wasn't upset. Then, I was shocked you did it. Oh, okay. Remember the big... The, 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 no, no here's the deal, now. too. I was honestly shocked. I didn't know, because you have a team of people. I didn't know if it filtered through them. It did. I, okay, I thought maybe they would have been like, red flag, maybe we should I didn't that. know a red flag. And I told them, I said, hey, Amy, red flag this. And, but it was already done. Yeah, so, okay. And it was already c- coming what's, what's, out. Why, it was already done. Why is there a beef? Well, okay, you're calling it a beef, but again, it's not a beef because she doesn't know who I am. I, I have, thought maybe she did something that you, like it was a derivative of what you had done in the past, and you think that maybe she had taken something oh, from you. Oh, well, there, there was, I do hope, yes, okay, so there was a little <laughs> thing. That wasn't absolutely where I was going. I was going uh, through the most recent controversy with, I feel as though she has, okay, she has a podcast network and I host, a, I have a network and I host a podcast and put it out with um, a registered dietitian who is a professional in the field, who's my co-host. I don't feel comfortable doing that type of thing because I don't have the credentials, but I can co-host it because I have experience with an eating disorder. So then I have Lisa joining me on Outway. And then another person that Lisa kind of knows went under Rachel's umbrella and they did a, like a body positivity type podcast. My problem is, is Rachel, even though it's not her hosting the show, has um, spread very toxic things about body image and how women should look. And uh, to be successful, you must, uh, you know, do X, Y, Z, which includes a lot of like dieting and restriction and different things. So that was my deal with that part. Okay. Right. But then most recently, she's been all over the news um, about, you know, uh, kind of a meltdown she had on TikTok and Instagram. Hey, been there. Yes. <laughs> I know relate. you can relate. Been there. Been there. The stresses mm-hmm. get to you. But what? Yeah. Here, the, he- the headline says, Rachel Hollis compared herself to Harriet Tubman and Malala. Mm-hmm. By the way, Harriet Tubman, Underground uh, Railroad. Yes. I mean. Malala got shot in the face by the Taliban. Right. Yes. And then fought for women's education in a very suppressed country. Like, there, uh, there's no comparison. So that part's a little off to me. That's indicating, like, someone's in a lot, like, a, a, a non, not safe place with themselves, like, mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no comparison. But she put that caption, comparing herself to those people, in a video about how she has a cleaning person. But she went on to say the cleaning person and then state like probably the, you know, worst part of a cleaning person's job, even though cleaning people do amazing things and it allows her to work and do what she needs to do. But she's like, she cleans my toilets. She cleans my toilets. And then a listener said she wasn't relatable. And then she's like, if I'm ever relatable, I'm doing it wrong. And talks about how she she wakes up at 4 a.m. and nobody works as hard as she does, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, that's where this all unfolded whenever my dad had passed. And I ended up in a days long rabbit hole, distracting myself from grief. So I was medicating with this downfall and not because I like to watch anybody fall by any means. I do not want that. But I do think her messaging is extremely toxic. And I know maybe a lot of our listeners have bought into some of her stuff. And I just, I feel bad. And I wanted to step back because she has no credentials to be offering the type of advice that she is offering. And it could be damaging. And I hope she's getting help right now. But yeah, I mean, it's a, there's a lot of resources on YouTube and other podcasts that have done deep dives into this. And I would encourage people to listen if they happen to own one of her books and they are treating it as, you know, uh, something they need to live by. 
I give a lot of advice. <laughs> I know. That's... You, you do do the mailbag. <laughs> I do it all. They're like, hey, I got a family issue. And I jump up yeah, there like, let me tell no, you what I here's think. Here's the thing. What? We're on the radio. We have advertisers. People are tuning into us for free. She's holding conferences where tickets sell for $1,000 a seat if it's VIP. With that, like thousands of people. She's made millions of dollars off of selling this advice to people that she has no um, trait. Like, I would, com- I think at some point, maybe she's, People have compared her, or maybe she has herself, to a Brene Brown, where that blows my mind because Brene Brown has 15, 16 years of research. She's a professor. She has a lot of credentials to back up what she's saying. And if she does something with people or works with people, it's in a safe manner. Anyway, that's my thing. You can go check it all out. There's plenty of resources online. And yeah, that was my beef that Bobby mentioned. And it wasn't really beef. It's just that I was frustrated that somebody was putting out a podcast very similar to mine. And it seemed a little. But that's okay. It's okay. I've had many beefs over the years. Yeah. You only have one other beef that we're not talking about on the air. No, and that one will oh, never that, come up. That's it, not the. It will. It will. That one will never come. That that's, will that's never, somebody in Nashville. Ever, it's an artist. That yeah. will not ever come up because that person is not uh, spreading any sort of toxic messages. That's not what I heard. <laughs> wow. So we—that's the beef we've been. I've been wondering who that, that was. Who it was? That's who Amy and and I was even told, "Hey, don't do that." And I was like, "Why not? Everybody good. Everybody good." I hope she. If, listen, if she's struggling mentally, I hope she gets some help. Me I, too. I have I been hope in so. places mm-hmm. where I was really not good, and yeah. I was on the air. But heck, I'm looking at my mailbag because I look at notes for tomorrow. <laughs> what advice do we need to give out? <laughs> Can I say something yeah. in regards to that? Again, we're not. Char- people are calling in and we're not charging them in for our, the advice. We're mm. not like, okay. I also don't say I'm an expert. I just have been through a bunch of crap exactly. in my life. And I think it's important that we, 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 we set that up from time to time that, yeah, we're just people offering our life experience, mm-hmm. but by all means, because we don't know every detail of their story, we hope they can get some sort of professional help if the topic is super serious. Yeah. I mean, I feel pretty good about my advice, but still, I'm not an expert, I guess. Here, here's the question. Here's the mailbag oh, we're going to do tomorrow. Okay. Um, found out husband's friend is being cheated on. Okay, oh, see? My. That's heavy stuff. I got stuff. a lot to say. That's heavy stuff. I got a lot to say, though. Okay. That'll be tomorrow morning. That'll what would Rachel tomorrow. say about that? I mean. Subscribe to her. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I, she was she was absolutely delightful to me. I'm sure she I was. I have no beef with her whatsoever. Um, I, but we were talking about it off the air, and, so, and Amy just got get fired up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we should roll this on over to the show. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, there you have it. You yeah. Google her, and it's a lot about how she uh, is accused of plagiarism quite a bit. She plagiarizes a lot of people's quotes and stuff mm-hmm. and stealing book that titles. And you know what's great about my books? You can definitely tell I said that crap. Because <laughs> <laughs> huh. it's written like Because it's written like, like I talk on this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, just, I hope yeah. If, if there's something going on, I hope. Uh, what if she... Oh, what if she comes uh, on? Well, on two, line two right Stop now, Rachel it. Wallace is on. <laughs> I, I doubt. Will you say this to her? Hey, turn her no, up, Rachel. Will you say this I, to her? Yes, I will she's, say I'm this. I'm just kidding. She's not on. She's not because on. I'm not saying anything. I know. Like, I want you, her to go do the work I, and come back a better person and realize like I agree. the I damage it. that could be done and how we have a responsibility with the platform. I speak to myself. I've had constructive criticism on my podcast where I've been like, oh, shoot, I have been toxic and I've had to redo it mm. and I've had to learn from it and I've had to grow. Well, the mailbag tomorrow morning, I'll be giving my sage advice on if you find out. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. That being said, mm-hmm. we, can, we can shift off of this. Okay. Uh, you can call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. The two feuds you didn't know you needed. Me versus the Baja Men and Amy versus Rachel Hollis. But, it's- but I'm here for it. All right. Yeah. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. 
This story comes to us from Mississippi. There were some guys, they were making a rap video, and they tell one of their friends, hey, man, we need you in the video. We need to hold you to hold these guns. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, Only problem, he's a convicted felon. Oh, no, <laughs> no. They did it. They got him, and they got his buddy. Oh, no. And he appeared in the rap video holding the guns. Woo, woo, woo. And you can't hold the guns. Can't hold the guns. So, oh. boom, arrested. That's how you go down. He probably was just minding his own business, <laughs> not holding guns. <laughs> Wow. I was watching a TikTok video where these, these kids were shooting a hip-hop video, and there was just a little kid riding his bike at a store, and they were like, hey, dude, we need you to hold money in this video. And he's probably seven. And he's just riding his bike. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And so he's like holding big stacks of money, and this guy's wrapping around him. It's hilarious. And at the end, they just give him the money. Wow, that's it was, cool. It's like $1,000. That's awesome. They were like, they, they, by the way, that's your fee for being in the video. It's amazing. So cool. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I was looking at your Instagram yesterday, and you, I was watching you freak out over some bird in your backyard. Yes, the most beautiful blue bird I have ever seen. Okay, by the way, everybody, Amy's new passion is, is bird watching yes, yes. in her backyard. I have one, two, three, four, five <laughs> bird feeders in my backyard, and birds are out there. I have them spread out. I'm telling you, one over by in the backside of my yard, birds love it. It's like a little club for them. Mm. They meet, they hang out. Like, I was actually watching them, and then... Whew, out of nowhere, this blue bird swoops in. Then it swoops towards me, and I'm getting a close-up. And then i like, well, I'm going to go to my chart and identify this rare bird. Can I say something? Yes. Without you getting emotional? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's always a loaded question. <laughs> sure. I think I'm in an okay place When you moment. see a cardinal, no, yes. yeah, you think it's your mom or a message from your mom who passed away. Yeah. Well, that was before I had bird feeders, and it was pretty rare. And I'd be like, oh, hey, mom. Yes. <laughs> And what, that's the thing. It's but a what sign. about how? Okay, but the opposite of a cardinal is a blue, blue jay. jay. How come a blue jay can't be your dad? Ding, ding, ding. I had not thought of that, but but then why go ding, ding, ding? I don't know because you're <laughs> onto something. <laughs> you haven't seen one until now. I have your not. Dad, yes. Wait, was that a blue jay? That's what did you identify? Okay, so I go to my chart, and I'm like, "What <laughs> bird is this?" And then I'm like, "Wait, what?" A blue jay, <laughs> because I feel like I should have known what a blue jay is, because, <laughs> again, I thought it was a rare bird. But blue jays are, they, they come around, but I've never seen a blue jay in my backyard. So you make an excellent point. Do blue jays represent people from the dead? Because cardinals do. That's the thing. I don't know what they represent, but I'm saying if a cardinal brings you peace yeah. because it reminds you of your mom. or That you, blue jay was my dad. And the opposite of the St. Louis Cardinals is the Toronto, Toronto blue, blue jays. jays. So... Yes. And you've never seen one no, until now. I haven't. No, it doesn't actually make me emotional. It makes me smile. Like my birds make me so happy. They're my birds. I would just let that be a, a warm it is. sign to you to remember your dad when you see yeah. a blue jay. Now I'm going to do that. My mom will be the cardinal. My dad will be the blue jay. And I guess all in Can I be the big buck in the backyard? <laughs> no. <laughs> that but comes I jump am in your starting, The 12 pointer. <laughs> there's one cardinal where I think he's really enjoyed my food because um, he's just rounder than a lot of the other ones. And I love him. I've named him Happy. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I'm, I can start to identify them and name them. I just saw her on Instagram freaking out about it. I guess I already knew it was a blue jay because I saw your your post. Oh, you already know birds? No, but I saw you, what you like did. A, you're like a bird <laughs> expert. <laughs> Thank you all. <laughs> That'll be it for us today. <laughs> Bye. Bobby Bones.